here we are in the pre-show of 494. Yes. So I've been working on this. I'm really okay. bad at it. I'm just, I'm still practicing, but I've got a little bit better at it, so I'm going to try. Okay. All right. Let's see here. So he has two cards, and he just... Did that work? Um, I saw you flip the card. I mean... Okay. I mean, that time I couldn't see the card behind. Yeah. So that was better. First so, time I could see the edge of the card oh, behind. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on it. Uh-huh. It's trying uh-huh. to trying to get it. But the idea is, is it's such a quick flip that you don't. Yeah. Ultimately, if I get it right, it looks just like what happened. But yeah, I'm still working on it. And it's not you know not quite fast enough. And yeah, if you get the card out of sight, it goes yeah. better. It's a little sleight of hand thing. Right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's... Let me see. Let me see how hard it is, right? Because yeah. it doesn't look hard. Uh-huh. So let's see my first time how... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, how do you get around the corner? I guess you could go with that more. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, looks, it doesn't look, look hard. It doesn't look hard. But I knew it would be harder than it looked. It's, it's hard to, to get right. Part of the trick is is placement, like how I'm placing it down mm-hmm. here. Part of the trick is sort of you wind it back and around. Oh, so it's two stage thing. Well, sort of, yeah. and you wind it back and around, kind of like that. Yeah. But and you know, it's 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 just mm-hmm. and what I was doing to practice was just slow, mm-hmm. like yeah. like yeah. tie tie bow, right? Okay. So of, what is the What's this build to? Like, what is, what, what's the trick that this goes into? Or I mean, it... this you could use this for any number of things. Once you've once you've uh, once you've forced a card to the top of the deck, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I'll say, uh, pick a card, any card, say stop, stop. All right. So mm-hmm. then I can just you know okay so that's your card then I'll just. Uh, I'm not good at this. I haven't done this in a long right, time, right, and you're sure. looking directly at my hands. You're really, <laughs> oh, you're not dis- you're not distracting me enough. You got to tell me a story. No, yeah, I mean, you you're really that's that's why I'm really out of practice, and I'm just really more about the um. Yeah. Okay. Cards at the top of the deck. Yeah, it's not at the top of the deck. Yet. I, haven't, I, I haven't transferred it yet. Uh, All right, I'll look deep into your eyes. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, so I'm telling you a story. Yes. And as a, you know, all right, uh-huh, all right, so now I got the card transfer. Ooh, okay. Now that I would just do like something like this, and I'd say, and so I would say, well, your card. your card. And, say, no, and, and what happens is I just sort of say the magic words and boom. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> it's a um, it's a trick that requires you to do obviously some uh, some theater if you're interested mm-hmm. in that aspect of it. Which I'm not. I'm more interested in the dynamics mm-hmm. of the trick. Right. So should we take those out of the edge? You think? Probably. Right. They're probably cold yeah, enough. Probably. We had to do the quick freeze on some beers. So yeah, get, these are beers. That did you get the the receipt? I did not. It's 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 underneath some stuff on okay. the trailer. <clears throat> do, do, do. Can I get this for you? This was you know, not not a cheap 
not a cheap uh, method of chopping, but hopefully worth it. Hopefully better than last week. <laughs> it can't be much worse. And uh, you don't have to pay me right now. It's fine. I might not remember if I don't. Okay, then pay me. Pay me, boy. I should go back and watch some Rick and Morty. I need more Rick and Morty in my life. <laughs> it's a good show. Uh, I just started watching Atlanta. Okay. So I'm on episode three. It's it's slow going for me because I don't know if it's it's the show I, I if it's the kind of show I like. But I think it's it's a good show. But it, you know, I'm not sure if I'm it's the kind of show that I really like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you watched any of it? I don't think... No, I haven't watched any Atlanta, no. There you go. Money in your virtual pocket. Woohoo! Money! Let's see, is there anything interesting that... Oh, I sent you the, the, the Neil deGrasse Tyson picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I laughed pretty hard at that. Is that what's that? I guess it's from Nova or something. It's from Cosmos. It's, Cosmos. It's, oh, that's a Cosmos. There, there's a scene in, Co- in, in he's the going like, through a wormhole. Yeah, or? he's going through like he's going down a black hole or something. Mm-hmm. It's like who, what we can only imagine what it would be like to go down a black hole, and then they do this thing where he doesn't. He kind of has this like, like half wonder, half pain, mm-hmm. you know, thing, and <laughs> and the the caption is. <laughs> Nutted, but she's still sucking. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <clears throat> I really like this Electro Boom guy. I think you'd like him too. Okay. Remember the, the guy? Mm-hmm. He, he he does good stuff on electronics. Uh, some interesting, really creative stuff too, and he. he um, legit injures himself to to show off. Like oh, like he legit shows off like the burns he got. From things. Oh, That's why I went upstairs. I went upstairs and I got up there. I couldn't remember why I went up. I wanted to show you the my project I worked at on at Purple Haven this week. I did. Go get it. I'll, I'll okay. entertain the, you know whoever would be happening to listen. But uh, Jeff is going to go grab that. I want to bring up a rhetorical question too. Well, I mean it was a rhetorical question because I didn't want to talk about it too much in the. Uh, in the message I said back in. But the question was, why do uh, aliens have tits? I'm thinking, like, games like Mass Effect or uh, uh, Vulcans or, you know, whatever. I mean, I get the reason why Star Trek aliens have tits is because they have to be humans. Because we don't actually have aliens to play them. But in a game, in a game in Mass Effect, you can make them anything you want. But, well, they have to be sexual objects, so they have to have mammary glands, even though they are uh, com- they evolve completely differently. A completely different environment. That to be humanoid and yeah. So Jeff is now bringing down. All right, so a piece story. of wood. A little bit of story. Yeah, it's a, it's a square piece of wood. Uh-huh. Exciting, huh? I um picked up some wood veneer samples on Amazon. So like all kinds of different exotic and regular woods, but you know what veneer is? It's just woods cut really thin that you can use to glue on the surface mm-hmm. of cheap wood, mm-hmm. like plywood or something, to. Uh, I ran upstairs and I'm out of breath <laughs> um, to make it look nicer. And then there's, 
I, I bought it because I wanted to try to do some inlay type work. And it's actually called Marquetry, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-R-Y. It's, you know, those like the fancy, like like a compass rose on a piece of furniture and stuff like that? Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. So this was my first attempt at doing some marquetry. And, of course, using digital fabrication techniques, you know, mm-hmm. using Inkscape and laser cutters to actually cut the veneer. It's the top left-hand corner of the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah. logo with the penguin. Yeah, so I, if I would have done... You're smelling uh, paste wax, Jonathan's paste wax that I kind of finished it with. That's what you're smelling on there. Um, I mean, it looks nice. Yeah, it turned out pretty good. So there's a couple, couple things that aren't great, but this I was never really that was just an H. <laughs> the eye yeah. looks like an H, yeah. Um, so I made I blew it up and only did a portion of it because if you look at the regular penguins logo, like the penguin is wearing a hockey glove and has all those like padding bumps on it, mm-hmm. and the pieces would have been like itty bitty like i would have lost them in the laser like because the laser has an air jet to help clear the hole so it would just blown away the pieces and i have an idea where i can use like put down some spray adhesive on a backing material and make power laser power enough that it'll cut through the veneer but not through the backing material i could probably do really small pieces that way do some tests first but, with that. <laughs> but there's so many little pieces in that glove that it just would have been insane. The laser has the fidelity to do it. It's assembling it afterwards, which would have been insane. So I blew this up to make sure none of the pieces were too tiny and just to see how it worked. It worked out pretty well. I So the piece of wood, the plywood, that it's, it's a beer coaster kind of size thing. And the piece of plywood that's the main stock, I had the laser kind of hog out the outline of all the inlay stuff. Now, I'm not sure that's going to be a successful strategy because you can kind of see how it's kind of warping up. Mm-hmm. Wood does this when you laser one side of it. Mm. Um, maybe I could score the back or, you know, other techniques. I'm not sure. Uh, so that so I think a better technique is not to hog out the plywood, but to veneer the whole thing. You so say hog out. Kind of gouge out you know i gouged out um like two one thousandths of an inch here to so the inlay would fit in there and then i could sand it you know pretty pretty level you can feel a little bit of grooves here and the bumps here and there um actually if you grab one of the pieces over there on the other side of the lamp you'll see that's that's what i haul that's that's the gouging out i see i see Huh. And then I just used glue and clamped the the veneer in there once. I and then see. here's some of the veneer pieces. Actually, sorry, this isn't the best radio, folks. <laughs> now this brown wood it falls apart on the grain, so but you can kind of see some of the stuff that was cut out. I wouldn't pick up any of the brown stuff. I'm not sure if I'm going to use those or just cut cut them again. It's kind of more problem than it's worth. But you can pick up this other, this white stuff. It's not too fragile yeah it feels kind of like balsa wood yeah yeah there's all kinds i don't have the the samples are out in the car but it was like 30 different sheets of of veneer for like 25 bucks or something like that and i can get a lot of these little dinky projects with that stuff right the only downside is like none of the samples are labeled like what kind of wood it is so if i wanted to actually get a certain kind of veneer later on maybe if i like took a picture and wrote the company and you know mm-hmm. they could tell me which one it is or something but that reminds know. me have you gotten the parts for your new printer yet it's been like a month yeah 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 i got i think i have all the parts i need i just need to get back to <laughs> putting it together i've been busy with other things but that's getting back to the top of the list 
need to get on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna kind of do some more test runs with with the um, you know doing this marquetry type stuff. I think, um, but just having the laser to cut it, you could do some really intricate designs. And I was worried that I was I was worried that I was going to have to compensate for the kerf of the laser. The kerf is the width of the material that's removed. So when you have a saw blade, right, and a saw cuts through wood, it leaves out that eighth of an inch mm-hmm. or quarter inch or whatever it is. And um, so when you're doing woodworking with a saw blade, the kerf is an appreciable amount of wood that you have to worry about, right, getting rid of. Uh, with the laser, in some applications, you have to worry about the kerf of the laser as well. I wasn't sure if I would have to in this or not, but it turns out it seems like it's not that important. You don't have to really like oversize the inside pieces inside pieces so they have a snug fit you know you're not losing that much material interesting just i i sent you this veritasium thing about printable flexible machines oh, okay. you that no, i haven't seen it i got to get back things on. you can print and okay. make these flexible things that are there um that by their design they're actually <clears throat> really reliable and and okay. uh, can work for lots of different things. That's cool. Yeah. Now take a look at it. I haven't been on Slack this week. Uh, In 2018, average of 575 podcasts were started every day. It's about one podcast every three minutes. What? You mean new podcasts or podcast episodes? New new podcasts, because Chartable now tracks over 6,700,000 podcasts in the Apple Podcast Directory, and over over 210,000 of those published their first episode in 2018. What? There's got to be robots making podcasts. I mean, it's... Yes, right? There has to be just some algorithm churning out podcasts and stuff like that, because it... It doesn't seem like. Meanwhile, I was at a restaurant today. I don't know if I don't think I have the card in my pocket anymore. There was um, some cards at the front, and one of them was for, I think it was called Podcast Made Easy, and it was some dude who will make you a pro. Oh wait, here's the card. Here's the card. Check that out. Pretty easy podcast. Pretty easy podcasts. Read Alan out Tuzinski, professional sounding podcast made easy. Professional sounding podcast mm-hmm. made easy. Well, I mean, we should call him for help. <laughs> <laughs> we need your help. One of the things that people commented on early in our podcast was that we had a, a sound that was better than just two guys talking into a, mm-hmm. a room. Like it, it's obviously. Places are much better now, yeah, uh, than the, than we are. But uh, like a time capsule, yeah. Interesting. Pretty easy podcasts. Pretty easy dot com. There you go. Free yeah. free pitch for Ellen Tuzinski. Uh, maybe we can talk about this in the post show. But mm-hmm. I did ask this question. Uh, why do aliens always have tits? Mm. Those tits rock. I mean, that's the answer. Really. So th- there's a lot, there's two reasons why aliens always have tits. One is because on a show like Star Trek or something, it's cheap and, cheap and economical to have humans play aliens. Mm-hmm. 
And if you, if you have females, they're going to have tits on them. Males, too. But yeah. they're typically less apparent. But then there's, like, games and stuff like that. Like Mass Effect, where they're aliens. We have to romance aliens, and they have to look suitably human. But, oh, yeah. but the whole idea of... So you have to romance aliens. You don't have to. It's, it's an option you have. And everyone, mm. you know, everyone wants to fuck an alien, right? Right. So I got Mass Effect on my the Xbox because it was like listed as one of the best Xbox 360 games. So I downloaded it. It's a it's a good game. game. The original Mass Effect is a good game. It, it's it has its flaws. Mm-hmm. It's not a game without flaws. It, mm-hmm. it, it it can be slow. It's a real wide open sort of narrative game. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but it was listed as like one of the best titles on the 360. Yeah, game. I think that's probably true. Um, but there, you know, games have. I mean, you'll play like Skyrim is a way better game even though it doesn't have nearly as cool of a narrative mm-hmm. in terms of playability but, yeah. um, okay. but, but you but you have a lot of control over your character in at least the first and second Mass Effect and, and so you can you can play the game how you want to mm-hmm. uh, and it's a good story in at least in, at least the first and second one the third one kind of shits all over it which is unfortunate but uh, but yeah so all the aliens have tits Aliens that grew up in completely different environments are not mammals at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do they have mammary glands, and why are there mammary glands right there on, on their, their chest? chest? It's because God loves tits. <laughs> it certainly seems to. At least in the Mass Effect universe, God definitely loves tits. But uh... yeah. I mean, why not have them, like, you're going to have memory glands, maybe have them look where a cow does. <laughs> well, then where would the, I guess you could have the, like, go on your, right to pull your belly button out here. <laughs> Where's a cow's belly button? I don't know. Where's this umbilical come out? Ass internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a question that needs to be answered, and we can't go to the we can't go to the end of the pre-show without telling our listeners where cow's umbilical comes out. Cow umbilical cord. Umbilical cord. Clean cow. The shape contains two distinct. Uh, da, da, da. Cows have umbilical cord. Umbilical cord is attached to placenta, which comes after during birth. Cows have many angles. Eat, eat the placenta after giving birth. Uh, but where's that attached to the baby? A uh, cow navel, right? That would yeah, be... yeah. Where is what is beef navel? Four quarter cut from the belly of the cow. Belly. So, but like, if you have a female cow with the udders, is it below the udders? It's got to be right. I don't. This is this is the kind of thing that would, would take a little bit more. Okay. It, it, there's not a diagram. There's not. Damn you, internet! You failed me. Not an instant. Well, here you go. <laughs> Oh, it's that thing. Yeah. It's the big, it's the thing that hangs down in front of a bull's cock. But on a cow. Yeah, on okay, but on a dairy cow. How, where on is a cow. Is that in front of the udders on a dairy cow? 
Uh, I think so. Here's a yeah. Oh. Huh. Silly bovines, putting your tits below your belly button. Why not? It's upside down. It's unnatural. (laughs) God loves tits. That's why you don't fuck cows. (laughs) That's the only reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put your foot down somewhere. All right, well, let's uh, go on to the show, and then we'll have more to talk about in the post. More cow navel. (laughs) 